awesome pod and it's called no worries if not thank you so much for listening my name is aaron tuning and this is andrew stanley who's not approve of taking that song and making fun of it because it's very serious i didn't take anything in vain i replaced a word yeah you replaced god <laughs> how dare you who do you think you are that's a very good point you replaced god I'm so should we start over i'm is so pod, sorry is pod with a capital p I'm so sorry. It, I guess. I don't know. And I found out this weekend your entire family, all sides, listen to this podcast. Yeah. My grandparents approached you and were like, we love watching your podcast. Mm-hmm. And we don't even film it. And the best, <laughs> the best part was uh, your aunt, mm-hmm. your mom. By the way, sister. this is at my engagement party. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron wasn't just hanging out with my family or running into them. Yeah. Your aunt, who was fantastic, um, she was like, my dad listens, but I think what he said was like, it's it's just, it's long. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. And then he came up and talked about how much he enjoyed it. It was just funny conversations. Yeah. Got a great family. Very supportive. Too much sometimes. <laughs> I know. Don't listen. Just yeah. kidding. Thanks for listening. Um, your name is Andrew Stanley. Yeah, I said it. Did you say it? I did. Oh. Yeah. I don't listen when you talk. Before I accuse you of taking the Lord's name in vain. Oh, that's why. Yeah. I blacked out and felt blasphemous that's and okay. bad. Yeah. You should, as you should have. Right. Um, well, welcome everybody to another episode of No Worries. If not, we are guestless today. Just us. No friends. And the Holy Spirit is our guest. <laughs> yep. So if you hear any weird noises, that's probably <laughs> what that is. Um, I'm actually doing a, po- a guest on a podcast right after this one. Big podcast day for me. And it's like a preacher's kid podcast. Oh. And today they were like, oh yeah, make sure you like refresh yourself on the book of Esther because we're going to do some trivia. Oh, is and it? So I just got done reading the Wikipedia for the Book of Esther. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it comedic in tone? Uh, it's comedians. Okay. So who knows? It's not all. Probably looking to more. Yeah, keep an eye out for the Preacher's Kid podcast because I'm going to be featured in the Esther episode. You got. You have big Esther energy. Yeah, I'm a real. Uh, dang it! I forgot the names. Mordecai. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means at all. Yeah. I could not know it's less about It's something that I have not gone back to in a while, the <laughs> yeah. book of Esther. Yeah, of all the things that, that have stood out over the years, I don't know. It's one of those, like much of the Old Testament, you read it and you're just like, wow, why are we, this is so weird. Did Esther get stoned? What was her big deal? No, she saved all the Jewish people from being exterminated. That was Moses. It, was, it happens a lot in the Bible, actually, oh, okay, okay. where somebody saves, That's the, whole vibe. saves the Jews. And yeah. Esther was one of the heroes. Oh, well, great job, because Esther. Because she made the king fall in love with her. And then another guy was like, hey, king, can I kill all the Jewish people? And he was like, sure. And then Esther was like, hey, I'm Jewish. And the king was like, oh, you are? Like, babe, babe, <laughs> no. And then she's like, please don't. And he's like, okay, I won't. In fact, I'm going to kill the guy that was going to kill them. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's pretty violent. And I probably got that wrong because I just read Wikipedia. <laughs> the Bible's pretty metal. Honestly, the Old Testament, they did like the Moses movie and the Noah movie. I recently watched the Noah one. It is awesome. Yeah? It's a great movie. With Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. Yeah. And there's like 
rock monsters and stuff. What? People got really mad when that movie came out because they were like, there are no rock monsters in the Bible, in the Noah story. And it's like, well, yeah, the Noah story is something like six verses long. Right. You can't make a two-hour movie from six verses <laughs> yeah. without adding a couple of creative, um, you know, stuff. Yeah. I, I need to check it out. Darren Aronofsky, I know he did it. He's a freak. Makes good movies, though. Sounds good. Yeah. Whoever made it definitely was weird, but it was really good. And I think they should make an Esther movie. I think they should definitely make some David movies. All the mm-hmm. Old Testament stuff, it's pretty intense. For real. Let like Jesus has had his day at the box office. All right, yeah. <laughs> Enough Jesus movies, yeah, guys. <laughs> I want to see Lot's wife turn to salt. <laughs> I feel like In I've got, 3D. I've got two blasphemous strikes on this episode. I'm sorry. More Jesus movies. I'm sorry. Keep, keep them coming, I guess. <laughs> well, um, we clearly don't know how to behave when we don't have a guest. Nope. But... Um, to, to start off this guestless episode, we would like to thank everyone for listening. Yes. Um, we've had, what is this, our 21st episode? Is it? Oh, we can drink. The podcast is podcast drink now. podcast is drinking age. Too bad we've done that in several episodes. I think we did it when we were three. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, we're very grateful for all the reviews and all mm-hmm. the listening, and, um, and we want to encourage you to continue to do that. Yeah, please. And we had a review we wanted to share, right? Yeah, I'll read a review. Um, you can also subscribe. That helps us. Please, take out your comment. friends' phones, subscribe, this, follow, whatever. This is actually a comment from Instagram, but it would be great if this person, if um, Leslie Ann Barkley, thank you very much. Uh, feel free to do these on Apple iTunes. You have to say the whole too. name like you're the mad dad? Well, that's to her handle. Oh, okay. So I want her to get credit. She said, I'm on the meat episode. I've laughed so hard. The is Troy real thing at the start too absolutely hilarious. Recently, a kid asked me if reindeer were real, and I was like, "Wait, I know this one." And I had one second where I was like, "Is it unicorns or reindeer that are totally fake?" But I digress. Really loving this podcast as a whole. Don't stop. Wow. Yeah, I still don't know if Troy or reindeer are real. At first, I thought Troy was a kid, and I was like, "What?" No, remember we were like <laughs> talking about the movie Troy. I know we were now. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Trojan was, horse is that real? They put a lot of people in those the horse legs. I know that it is real to me, but I don't know if it happened. Yeah, well, really, that that happened the other night at your engagement party, just talking about the podcast so much with people, because mm-hmm. they're all your people. Yeah. People would bring up specific things, and I was like, ah, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Like, well, like once is, I leave that house... You don't listen to the I episode. I leave work at work. That's true. It's like someone trying to make you remember uh, something you said in a conversation two months ago. Yeah. Just like, I don't remember that. Because part of our agreement, you, I don't know if we've talked about this, I do the technical side, so I have the whole control system set up next to me. Andrew it brings nothing, pretty yeah, much. Well, you, we're in your house. This is my house, my home. My dog is in all the stuff. Mm-hmm, very distracting, yes. Uh, and then I, once Aaron edits uh, everything, I listen to it and make sure nobody says any bad words. <laughs> That's true, yeah. So I listen to all of them. You're the cop. You're so the podcast me. cop. I remember everything. Right. Um, but yes, so very grateful to everybody that supported us in whatever way that is. And we want to remind you guys we have an email address. If you guys want to talk to us or send us an advertisement, as we do, if you want to try to get one of your advertisements on the show, it needs to be funny and not real. Um, it is nwinpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you want to legit sponsor the podcast. Yeah, we're starting to think that that might be a good idea. <laughs> we're reaching that point where like, we should probably really do that. It's going to follow back up on some of the people that reached out and be like, you guys still want to? Um, but um, don't we, we do have an ad for today, though, I think. We do have an ad. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Of why, course. Don't you, uh, why don't you read that one for us? Are you an emotional person? Do you often find yourself making noises that your brain didn't sign off on? 
Ever think about a memory from middle school and realize you're audibly grunting at your office urinal? Or if you're like me, maybe your neighbors complain about the constant human yelping noises coming from your garage late at night when your TikToks don't do numbers. Wouldn't it be nice if you had a special place to make your noises without feeling shame? Introducing Shriek Tents. Netflix, Hulu, Peacock. Streaming services are huge right now, but Shriek Tents are the first screaming service offered in the U.S. Our Shriek Tents are like a weighted blanket for your sounds. You can let it all out without worrying about what others will think. (laughs) Feeling anxious about your high school reunion? Stash a shriek tent in the art room and sneak back whenever you need to howl like a wolf because you can't find the right words. For a limited time, only you can order a couple's edition that fits two adult humans in case you want to shriek with a partner. No more people asking, what's that noise? Instead, they'll ask, what's the deal with that weird tent you bring everywhere? (laughs) Way better. Shriek tent screaming service. Let it out without letting it out. Oh, yeah. And it also works for farts. Thank you to Shriek Tents. I love Shriek Tents. I, I don't know if I'm dyslexic, but I almost said Shrek every time. Every, shriek is a weird word to read. It is Shriek. Yeah. I don't know. As I was writing that, I was like, this is going to be a tough word to read correctly. But yeah. you, did, you did great. It's like Shrek Tent. That's just a swamp, dude. Yeah. <laughs> shriek. Got it. He lives in a shed, I think. He does live in a shed. Yeah, with a bathroom door. I love doing the podcast with you, Andrew. I'm touching you. I'm reaching across and touching you. You sure are. Uh, <laughs> what... I'm curious what other podcasts you listen to. Oh, yeah. Let's I know recommend you're, you're, you're a podcast boy. Some favorite podcasts. Yeah. Um, as a stand-up comedian, uh, my favorite like comedian podcast is called Good One, and it is from the Vulture Magazine Network, the senior editor, Jesse David Fox. He brings on comedians, and they choose one of that comedian's jokes, and they talk about that joke for one hour. Yeah, usually it's like a bit. It's like a full. It's a bit. Minute. It's a bit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and they'll play the whole bit at the beginning of the episode. Then they'll have the guest in, and they'll dissect it and talk about how did you have the idea, where did it, how did it evolve, mm-hmm. and then why did you decide that this is the kind of thing that fits what you're trying to do. And it's so nerdy, and I love it so much. And if you want to check it out, my favorite episodes, some of my favorite recent ones, are with Tig Notaro, um, and then um, Fortune Feenster are excellent episodes, hilarious jokes they talk about. And then any of the ones with Gary Goldman are amazing because he's like... He's a, the smartest. He's dude. like a joke scientist. For real. Uh, I listened to the one with Nikki Glaser recently. Yeah. Because she has become the roast queen. Yeah. Um, and that's fascinating, just talking about when she agreed to it, she didn't want to do it originally, and then her friends that have kind of crowdsourcing jokes. It's all fascinating. It is really cool. If you want to know more about stand-up and kind of the behind-the-scenes and the nerdy stuff, it is like there's nothing better. So yeah. I love that one. Um, for Brave stuff, I listen to Talking Chop. Also yeah. very nerdy. Get it real in the weeds on the Braves. <laughs> if This offseason, if you're worried about who they're going to sign, these guys will be talking about all the options. I'm pretty sure everyone listening is like, we've, we've heard enough Braves, dude. Yeah, I know. You guys uh, are talking. I about already it. listened to a Braves podcast, and it's this one. Please stop. Yeah, fair enough. And my last recommendation, sorry, I'm just doing all mine. That's you, fine. You I thought we were going to go back and forth. This is great. No, I got carried away. Uh, off-menu podcasts with James Acaster and Ed Gamble, two uh, British comedians that are outstanding, and they have celebrity guests on and make them outline their dream meal. So they make them do like their favorite, if they could have their dream meal, and it was perfect and it could be from anywhere, their, their dream appetizer, their dream drink, their dream main course, dessert, side dish, all the stuff. And it's fun to listen to like Martin Freeman be like, 
I like barbecue or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's very the, funny. It's one of those podcasts that's about a thing, but not really about a thing, right? Yeah, it's kind of like they're interviewing them, but the the structure of it is like, what's your favorite part of the meal? Yeah, that's great. But, but if you're not like a foodie, you still You don't it. need to like, yeah, I don't exactly. know half the stuff they say. Right, I'm sure. it's very entertaining. Yep. What, do you, what do you like, Aaron? Um, well, you know, you heard the horror episode. I like some darker stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a podcast I love called A Little Bit Culty. Yes. Um, by Sarah Edmondson and her husband, Nippy Ames. Yes. That From is a nickname. Nexium. Uh, yes. They were in uh, our part of Nexium, which turned out to be a sex cult, um, which they were not involved with. They were. Uh, I, we've we've talked. We've touched on it briefly in the podcast, um, and hopefully, we're going to have them on at some point. They're great, but yeah, they were whistleblowers and kind of took down, helped take down this organization ran by a sociopath who's now in prison for it forever. Um, and they talked to survivors of cults, or I don't know. There's just some fascinating guests. They had a uh, Scientologist. Uh, what's her name? Leah Rimini on the first episode okay. back in the day is fascinating. And it's just super interesting. Multi-level marketing lawyers was was on recently talking about, I don't know. From cults, yeah, every type of cult, then they, they have the credibility to ask those questions. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amanda Montel was just on. She wrote a book called Cultish, which I love. It's talking about language and how people use it. Yeah. Even stuff like Lululemon. Not saying, that it's, not, not saying that it's all like a dark cult, but how they can get in your brain a little bit. Oh, no. They and might, even Lululemon's like, join the cult. They say that in marketing. They might be in my brain, actually. I know. I'm wearing it's, the it's, shorts right now. It's fascinating. Um, so, yeah, a little bit culty. Check it out. Very interesting. Um, there's also, if you don't know more about Nexium, there's The Vow on HBO, and then Uncover, which is CBC, Canada Broadcasting Channel. Um, their season one's all about Nexium. It's a great podcast. Check that out. Aaron's so obsessed with this cult that I'm like, <laughs> I feel like he might be like wishing he was in it. No, I do not at all. Well, but I, we'll we'll save Nexium context. So we're gonna have a Nexium episode at some point. Okay. Um, Nippy's coming in town for Thanksgiving. Let's let's try to get him on. Okay, all right. If, you, yep. if he's not on, you guys will know that he said no. Yep. And then the other one. Uh, so Colts, and then now we're going to politics. Sorry, but the Daily I listen to most days. Nice semi daily. It's, it's New York Times. I'm sure there's some people that are like, don't talk about them. Whatever. It's uh, some very good journalism. I've learned a ton, and it's just stuff that you know. I've had to step away from the news for my own <laughs> brain's sake. Oh, why? I know in the last year or two. It's so fun. Um, so it's just good to be like, all right, I should do a deep dive into this for an hour. That's stay, not a deep stay dive. Informed. That's the opposite of a deep dive. Stay informed. Yeah, yeah, stay informed. So I listen to those two. Big fans. Cults, politics. Love it all, baby. Cults and politics. Your favorite things. And, and horror. And horror, yes. And this, Delightful. Dumb, this dumb dog that l- loves to lick my thighs every time I talk. Oh, yeah. Ozzy comes... He like, waits for you to be talking about something where you're going to be talking for a while, and he's like, let me see if I... It's like, kind of like the ad read. He's like, let me see if I can break him. A little bit. He's a prankster. Yeah. That is, that is beautiful. Yep. Um, well, you had a crazy experience this week. I did. Right after our Braves episode last week, you mm-hmm. got a very exciting message. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> haven't told this story yet. I've, I've told it in piecemeal to a bunch of friends, but we recorded uh, Wednesday because we won the World Series on Tuesday. Yes. Um, what do you do after you win a World Series or a championship? You have a parade. You have a parade, and the whole city parties and celebrates. 
Um, Andrew will talk about this, but he went downtown to watch the parade. That's what I was planning on doing. Mm-hmm. And then I got a text from Greg Mize, who's the best, who uh, works in Braves marketing. And he's like, hey, you got a second to talk? He's like, yeah, huh? I will quit anything to talk to you with a parade coming the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we chatted and he was like, do you want to just like get on the parade bus and just have fun, make some content if you want? That was kind of it. Did you feel like it was a prank? A little bit. Feels like you couldn't have designed a better question for someone to ask you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it wasn't even like, hey, do you want to work? It was like, have a good time. I know you're going to film stuff because that's what you do. Yeah. And just, you know, it's like, kind of give us another angle and some fun content. Yeah. Do you want to be on the bus that's celebrating the thing that you're more excited about than anyone? Yeah, and there's no expectations. He's like, it's just, you're a fan, but you're not crazy, and they know me enough to know that I'm not going to like lose my mind and yeah, go you're full not gonna fanatic. Be slapping the players' butts exactly. and saying, good game. Thought about it, but didn't. They yeah. know I had that restraint. Yeah. Um, keep an eye on Aaron. Make sure he doesn't <laughs> get near the players' butts. Yeah, and so he's like, yeah, let me just figure out some details. Let's have another call this afternoon. And so the whole day, I was like, this... It's not gonna, obviously not going to happen. Yeah, don't get your hopes up. And then he and my friend Ricky Mast, who does social for the Braves, brilliant dude, they called. They're like, let's do it. Fun. And I was like, you just sh- I just show up and get on the bus? Like, yeah, that's just it. <laughs> so in the morning, the parade is supposed to start at noon. Yep. Um, I get to Truist Park at 9. We get on buses with... Because when it's a parade, it's not just the team. It's all the employees, like... Grounds crew were on a, a trailer. Um, it was the awesome. The Freeze was on a float. The Did freeze? you get to meet the Freeze? I haven't. I've met him before. Nigel. Dude, for the listeners that don't know, there's a segment in between innings at Braves games for the past few years where they get a usually drunk college student wearing shorts <laughs> and chacos um, <laughs> to true. line up in the outfield uh, warning track and has to run the whole warning track and he's going to race the Freeze. And the Freeze is like a track runner. But almost made the Olympics. He almost made the Olympics. Yeah, he was like Olympic trials. So Olympic yeah. level sprinter. But they give the drunk college student a huge head start. So he's running and then the freeze is just sitting there until the guy's almost halfway. And then the freeze takes off and just closes in on him and wins pretty much every time. Yeah, I think he's only been beaten a couple times. Yeah. And then, of course, because you're, when do you sprint now as an adult? You, yeah, think about the last time you sprinted. You think it was not that long ago? It was very long ago. Yeah, maybe if you played tennis, you sprinted for 10 feet or something. Yeah. But that long, nah. You're like, I run on the treadmill all the time. It's like, yeah, but that is not sprinting. Yeah, so it's these different. these <laughs> drunk college dudes, they start great, and then they run yeah. out of steam. Yeah, they start so confident. Uh-huh, and then probably once a month, someone will fall at the end. Yeah. And it goes viral every single time. Sports Center picks it up. It's one of the best promotions in sports. Yeah. And I'd so say. the freeze was on a float in his whole uniform. His uniform is like a head to toe spandex blue and white suit. Yeah. That is fantastic. Just but he got as big of a cheer on the parade route almost as the players. Yep. Very, very, great. very bulgy. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So there's a bunch of buses, whatever. We get on a bus at Truist Park and go down to Turner Field which is now Georgia State's football stadium. It's not Turner Field. That's what it used to be when the Braves played there. And all the buses were set up there, all the cars, whatever. So we just sit there. Then all the players roll up. I got on the night shift, which is what we call our nickname four, for the bullpen. Yeah, our four back, back end of the bullpen. Um, got on the bullpen bus with our catchers and, and bullpen guys. Super fun. Um, 
I'd kind of connected with a couple of them over Instagram about the song I put out a couple weeks ago. So it was good to make that connection in real life. Tyler Matzik. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we talked, um, but he did not know me. So I had to say, <laughs> Tyler, hey, I'm the guy that wrote the rap song about your privates. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. He's like, you're on the bus with us. Great. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Does anyone know that you're on the bus? How did you get... Did someone tell you to get on the bus? Right. Did you? Yeah. So that was cool. It, it wasn't as weird as it sounds. Um, yeah. So then we just did parade stuff. We go yeah. through downtown, which is where you were. What was your perspective like? I was like, all right, I'm obviously going to go to the parade. It's like the downtown portion of it. So the plan was the parade was going to be two locations, one through downtown, and then they were going to get on the highway and go to the Battery, which is outside the city where the stadium is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I live in the Midtown area, so I was like, oh, perfect. I'll go to that part. So I uh, got a scooter and rode about two miles to where the parade was. Hadn't been on a scooter in a while. It is very fun. I forgot how much fun it's those so scooters fun. are. Until you hit a stick. Until you hit a stick <laughs> or a big crack or a curb. Right. Atlanta, love it forever. One of the one of the downsides is the roads sometimes. Yeah. But I was very vigilant because mm-hmm. I did not want to miss the parade or have a scuffed knee. Right. Uh, so I had a great time on my scooter. Rode through the park, which is probably illegal, but way safer. Yeah. Um, and then I went and stood by myself at the 5th, 6th Street section. And was just so happy being around all the Braves fans. And then the floats, not floats. Everyone says floats. No one did floats. Yeah, there were buses. Uh, the buses with uh, decks on top of them started coming through. It was Thanksgiving and floats. I was on the big uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> big Charlie Brown. <laughs> yep. Um, they came through. It was very cool to see everything, but they were buses were moving very fast, <laughs> which has gotten some national media attention. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of controversy about the Braves moved outside of the city. And... The fact that the buses were going super fast when they were in the city, and then they slowed way down when they got like to the where the new stadium is. Everybody's like, "Okay, you yeah." Guys which just... obviously it wasn't that. Obviously, they weren't like, "Oh, we hate downtown, but we yeah. have to do this." Yeah, that it was wasn't. like we have to get to this place by a certain time. I'm sure. I think, yeah, I think it was schedule, and also we don't know how to do championship parades. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the city of Atlanta doesn't have a lot of practice. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm assuming we shipped in these buses from. New York or somewhere yeah. that has them. And we were like, eight miles an hour seems slow enough. It <laughs> yeah. is not. No, we, we were going. Did you see me? Yeah, I sure did. Okay. And you told me what bus you were on, so yeah. I was looking for you. And it was very sad because I was standing around a lot of people, and I saw you and Trip on the bus, and I was going, Aaron, Trip, Aaron, Trip. And you guys just did not see me at all. And everybody was like, I don't think there's any players <laughs> named that. <laughs> like, Do you know true. anything? Um, yeah, Hank Aaron. I was just paying my respects. Yeah, I just thought I saw him. <laughs> Hank Aaron Sorry. takes a trip around the bases. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you guys did not see me, but I saw you quickly, and it was great. Yeah, it was wonderful. That was the first half. Um, I think I might have gotten a concussion. Oh. Because you've seen these clips over the years of different championships. People love to throw beers. You just throw stuff at the players because yep. they love and it, that. It's like... They're baseball players. They can catch. They but can. you are not. Well, all right. I'm, I was four for five on catching beers that <laughs> were catchable. Um, the fifth one came from the other side. You can only look on one side at a time. Yeah. And AJ Minter, reliever, um, he was the beer guy. A couple of clips went viral already of just like, you know. He would catch a beer, it up. drink it. He would chug it. The problem just is. Pour it on his face. It was great. When someone sees you do that, they say, 
I would like to throw my beer now. It's don't feed the animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you feed one, and everyone's like, ugh. So people are just in the crowd being like, oh, we can just do that? We can just throw our stuff? Yeah, and then people just started lobbing grenade beers uh, at the bus. And again, we're moving fast. Yeah, so, so you can't just speed, like grab them. Yeah, there's some sort of physics equation there. There's the speed of the can plus the speed of the bus. Yeah, and you know, I know this is such a fun opportunity that I was thankful for. So I was like, "Don't make a big deal," but I might pass out because it hit me like, you get <laughs> right? in the side of the head, like back of the head, and I just sat down and I just like stared. <laughs> I'm sure people were like, who is this stranger who's having a Vietnam flashback on top of the bus? <laughs> you just have a blank stare. It's like everybody else is having the time of their lives, and you just like look like you just saw a ghost. Yeah, I'm just an Astros fan up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was great. And then we go to the uh, halfway point. Well, first of all, this is very funny, because I, I made a joke about it. I was like, yeah, then we're just going to get on the highway 75 in this open-top bus, and just be holding on, mm-hmm. you know, hauling up to the next part and that's exactly what happened they weren't it, like hey does anyone want to get inside no <laughs> we could have i don't know why we did it but we sat on top it was so cold and it was you know, a very no, cold day there's no seat belts like it was just it was exhilarating but yeah everyone almost died fun um and then we switched buses so i got on bus six which is supposed to be like we had the lineup it wasn't the lineup didn't stay the same players kind of got on sure so i was with the latin guys it was Acuna, our superstar, was hurt for most of the year. Um, Ozzy Albies, those are the two yeah. big ones. Uh, so, yeah, it was super fun. They have the most fun. Yeah, probably different vibe. Yeah, and Ozzy is, he's so cute and lovable. Uh-huh. He's small, yeah. like 5'5 five, five or something. Yep. Uh, and he just is so good at the social side of it. Like every probably 30 seconds, he would hype up the crowd. Because he would do it for every like main group, just a natural entertainer. Yeah, and uh, and also, you know, p- the handlers would bring the trophy up. So whenever they'd stop, they'd go to another bus or truck, so everyone had a chance to lift the trophy. Um, he was always checking on them to make sure they were comfortable. It was so fun to see, like everyone's holding, you know, like on the other side of the bus, they'd be holding up the trophy, and he'd look at the handlers because like, this okay. Are you guys okay? I was like, you're the sweetest guy. You're just very aware of everything. Yeah. That's it was, awesome. It was also funny that the handlers have, you know, like gloves, like felt gloves. And, and they then, just hand them to the guys yeah, that have guys been chugging beers. Pouring and like, beers on it, yeah. like almost falling off. It was very funny. Um, you got to hold it? I got to hold it because it was just there trapped on that bus while we were moving for a while just next to me. So I was like, can I just, like, can I hold it? May I please touch it? Yep. So did that, obviously... Yeah updated my hinge profile immediately with that photo yeah. <laughs> huge i'm a world series champion yep, kind of i earned it myself yep i'm world series adjacent and then probably the funniest thing i don't know if you saw my tweets about this i saw a lot yeah well this was like yesterday i did a thread about oh it. i probably didn't uh towards the end which was in the battery right next to truest park very congested just thousands and thousands of people were moving super slow yeah that's when everybody slowed down for yep. the Non-city people. To get away from you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Someone was running alongside the bus and threw their cell phone up to Ozzy. (laughs) So he grabbed it, you know, and took it. They just launched, they just threw their cell phone on top of the bus? Well, Ozzy was like looking at him. So he caught it. Uh He took a selfie with that guy in the crowd. I think it was a video that was already on when he threw it to him. That's cool. I actually found the video on Twitter. Someone sent it to me. Um it was a cool moment, you know, and everyone freaked out and 
threw it back, threw the phone back, and then just like the beers, everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> that would be cool if that was on my phone." I want to throw my phone. No less than twelve phones just fly in the bus, and we're moving, and these people can't move. Yeah, their their phone just keeps going. I know. So he catches one, another hits him in the chest. He looks at me like I don't. Know. I was like I don't know. So I just pick them up and start launching them back the way they came. You just throwing the phones back just in the general, not direction. even looking. Like, I, I am looking down, one flies in from the left, I just launch it back to the left, like I'm in a foxhole and someone rolled a grenade in there. You know? <laughs> like you know what a I mean? live grenade? Yeah. <laughs> Hurry, throw it You're back like, before. No, throw it right back. And one of them had all the credit cards in the back. Yeah, it was like their wallet slash yeah. phone. It's like, oh, my whole life, I'm just going to throw. What are you doing? Yeah. And who knows if they got the phone back, but I knew we couldn't just take it and then find the piece. That's the only thing I knew to do. It'd be a good commercial for, like, OtterBox. Or something. It's yeah. like, do you want to throw your phone at the World Series parade? You're going to need some extra protection. <laughs> and, a, and a few of those were just projectiles that slammed in the side of the bus. They just, just dented the bus. <laughs> yeah. So that was... Uh, That's uh, chaos. That was pure chaos. Um, wow. But it was very funny. And everyone's kind of laughing about it. Yeah. All right. That sounds like the coolest day of anyone's life. Yeah. And then later on around the field, I got confetti in my throat and coughed for in, a lot. You inhaled confetti. Mm-hmm. Wow, but I if I I remember thinking feels like that would make your voice a little higher. If I die by this, cool, kind of a cool way to go. Yeah, Aaron Juning choked on confetti from the World Series celebration. If you can die at your peak, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, choking on confetti is the way to go. It is, and I and imagine how much attention you would have gotten from all those people in the stadium. Yeah, I could have made it fully about me, as if I didn't enough on social media. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, so it was a unreal experience. It's a good death, and thank you to um, you know the kind, wonderful souls of the Braves that had me. Yeah, thank you so much for doing that for Aaron, guys. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate. It. Maybe if you make more content, yeah. Andrew, I'm gonna start making videos. I guess. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna just do some music sounds. All right, it was before. Come on, I've been doing other stuff. <laughs> That's the new thing. Oh man, well that is exhilarating. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. That's what a blast. A, what a... you gonna get a ring? You think? I, I don't I deserve one. I don't deserve one. No. I'll I'll buy one of those replica ones. They're like a hundred bucks in plastic. And just wear it. Yeah, we need to call Fred Dollar, see what he can do. Fred, we want World Series twenty twenty one rings. Make it happen. Um, all right. I think we're done with Braves for a while. Yeah. But I did make some connections. I'm gonna try to get some guys on the pod. <laughs> okay. going back we might Braves. have some more Braves later players, on. Uh, at my house. So that'd be great. That's the goal. That's wow. the goal. Uh, you've been bouncing around as you always do. Where you been the last couple weeks? Been traveling a lot. Lots of fun stuff. I was in Austin, Texas last week. I was... Doing Joe Rogan. Doing, of course, doing the doing the experience. Yep. Uh, no, I did not get asked to do that. Uh, but I was emceeing a meeting planners conference at in Round Rock, Texas. Meeting what? So it was a conference slash meeting for <laughs> meeting planners. So it was like... The people in the audience were judging everything that happened because it's like we for our jobs we do this thing that we're at. Yeah, it's like so having it's like only a, comedians at a comedy festival. Yeah, it's like a big circle of everybody does what everybody else does, and also it's happening. Huh. Um, so I was the MC, so I was doing all the introductions. I did some stand up too, which was good. Um, it, it it was really good. It was good that I got to do stand up. Um, but it was at this amazing resort, like brand new, like they built it during the pandemic, I guess, in Round Rock, Texas. Round Rock, Texas, okay. outside of Austin. And it's the Kalahari Resort. There's a few of them. It's Africa themed. 
Feels bad. Feels like a weird thing to theme it. But it's like there's like statues of animals everywhere, and all the rooms have cool like figurines and stuff. Okay. Um, it seemed weird, but not awful. All right. Uh, Nothing incredibly problematic. But the best part was attached to the is a huge resort. It was like one of those casino resorts that didn't have a casino, but it had a giant water park attached to it. Like not like a little few slides. Like spend the whole day at the water park, but totally indoors. And nice. I had a break during one of the days, and I went to the water park by myself for three and a half, four hours. And there was nobody else really there. I mean, there was a few people, but I pretty much had like a private water park to myself. And I just did tons of water slides. I made friends with all the teenagers that worked there. Yep. Um, I was just like asking all teenagers, like, what's the best one to do next? And they were just like, I got to do this one. And uh, it was a blast. All the water slides were named after... Africa themes. Okay. I'm still waiting for this to take a turn and get really bad. Was there nothing that problematic there? I don't think anything was like too problematic. Like, did you sleep in like a mosquito net? Like, I don't need, what do you do? There are no mosquito nets. It did seem like, it seems like a water park Africa themed is kind of like a slap in the face. It's like, don't they struggle with that? (laughs) We're just wasting all this clean water and being like, welcome to Kalahari. Yeah, bad. Felt a little bit weird. I'm glad we found the most problematic part. There it is. Yeah, I think I'm sure there's way worse, but uh, I remember I found like I wanted to figure out what slide to do next. So I found like the youngest teenager there because I'm like, I bet he knows. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Have you done the smoke that thunders? The smoke that the thunders? The smoke that thunders. And I was like, I have not done the smoke that thunders yet. And he was like, pointed at it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that one looks amazing. And I got over there and they were like, Oh, this is one you have to have two people to go down. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's and like I the figure myself. eight. And looking... yeah, you sit on like a float that has two people. Right. And I was like, I can't go by myself. And they're like, no, you got to make a friend. And so I was like, all right, introverted Andrew. I really want to ride. Just wet, wet, shirtless, introverted Andrew. I really want to. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I didn't even bring a bathing suit. I'm just like my gym shorts. Yeah, you're the, like, the, <laughs> the wettest, worst version of yourself. Yeah. It's, and the towels they give you there are like washcloths. So I like, you can't even like wrap it around yourself and like tie it or anything. So yeah. you're just walking around. So now I'm just trying to make friends at the water park. I'm like, does anybody want to do the smoke that thunders with me? <laughs> it is, just it like, is such a red flag, someone going to a water park alone. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I ended up making some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, it, they just had two people in a raft. They didn't say you had to sit in your seat. You can sit in my lap if you want. Whatever you want. But it, yeah, I'll just do whatever. Uh, it, but it's it's the, one of the sadder moments was like, you'd go to one of the rides that needed more than one person, and I would just go ahead and go up to the top, and I would just wait. And see if another single person came up there. Because you could do like more than two. You could do up to four. So I'd be like, if a couple came up there, I was like, can I ride with you guys? And a lot of times the couple would be like, sure. And so I really came out of my shell. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. But um, all of the water slides had African-themed names. Some of them are pretty... I want to read you some of the names. I want you... Okay, I want you to guess... Which of these is made up and which of these is a real water slide at the Kalahari Resort? Okay, so I'm trying to guess what people in Round Rock, Texas named a water, an African-themed water slide. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, (laughs) The Tanzanian Twister. That feels like it's something bad on Urban Dictionary, first of all. All of these do. Like Alabama Hot Pocket. It's like one of those. Don't look it up. Um, I don't know that. Uh, yep, that is one. Yep, good. Um, okay, that's okay. Now I know the theme because that's kind of a lazy. Like I could just make that up right now. Yes. Um, the zigzag zebra. I'm gonna say no. 
That is real. The oh. zigzag zebra. All right, they're that bad. Wait, make um, a, I'm I'm trying to think of like a uh, uh, Nigerian Niagara. <laughs> I don't think see it pretty good. I Easy, think, I could do this I don't all think day. Niagara Falls is in Africa, but I guess it'd be the but Nigerian version. version. Yeah, I don't know the Nigerian version. You know, that, but you could probably pitch these to them. I don't think they spend a lot of time on it. Right. Um, the rippling rhino. Yes. Yep. That is. Uh, the lonely lion. You're reading off your phone off a graphic? I feel like these are all real. Well, I made up the lonely lion. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yep. Um, I'll just read a few more of these. Uh, these are all real. <laughs> um, the Kenya corkscrew. Wait. Na- corkscrew with a K. That's good. Name, name. Give me the first name, see if I can guess the second part. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to give you the second part of this one. The blank swirl. Swahili. Swahili swirl. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, we've got the barreling baboon. Mm. Um, Bad. Okay. <laughs> the blank hyena. Howling? The screaming hyena. Come on. Everything was alliteration before that. I rode the screaming hyena. It was, was it great. Good? Yep. We then got where did where did the, the um, wild wildebeest the, the trembling thunder monster come from? Or the what smoke it, that thunders. I don't know because that one just sounds like a different person created that that's, one. That's Edgar Allan Poe wrote that one. Yeah. The smoke that thunders sounds like a pretty intense romantic novel. Very intense. Yeah, uh, so I spent a lot of time there. I did feel very weird at first being there by myself. I thought so. I started being like, kind of like acting like somebody who was just separated from their friend or son, right? I'm like, hey Brian, I just kind of in a direction. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do this one, <laughs> and then like it's to no one. But they'd be like, oh, he seems those to people be. around there. Like, oh, he's not as weird. Oh, they right? must have just split up because they were holding on to their kids so tightly, being like, that guy's coming around. Yeah. Oh, he knows. Dude, Brian. that guy's gonna ask you to ride that ride with him. Do not do don't it. Don't do it. Do not do the screaming hyena with him. Yeah. And it's a tunnel, like the dark tunnel one. Like, don't they, go. They're all dark tunnel ones. Oh, wow. One of them is you go down the dark tunnel really steep, and then it puts you in like a funnel, and then you just go around the funnel, and they were like, make sure you put your hands behind your head because you can get knocked out and drown. And I was like, this is a real water park. This is awesome. <laughs> um, they also had a surfing simulator. Oh, yeah. Do you do it? Yeah, and it's really hard. I've surfed behind like boats and stuff, and I've gotten to where I could do it. In, but like this is like way faster. It's called the Flow Rider. Oh, yeah. That's what they call them on cruise ships. They have too. them on cruise ships. Yeah. I think it's the same brand. Okay. It's but brand. first, they make you do it on a boogie board, mm-hmm. which is pretty humiliating. But fun. But pretty fun. And then also, like, a four-year-old would do it afterwards. Yeah. Well, that's... They have no... Their center of gravity so low. Yeah. But then I did it standing up, and it was pretty hard. Like, the the, the teenage girl there had to, like, help me stand up on it. Which yeah. is always just, like, holding hands with this teenage girl trying to, like, stand up. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? I think I don't need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. Um, I've... I've almost done those a couple times, but I'm 32. After hitting 30, I'm like, I don't think it's never worth it. Yeah. I did a slip and slide. I've seen the video. Three years ago. Yep. And ruined my knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, there might have been ligament damage. I never got it checked out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it hurt so bad in front of a whole bunch of children that laughed at me, and then I crawled behind a tree and threw up. <laughs> I forgot that you threw up. Uh-huh. Just threw up out of sheer pain. From pain? Yeah. I was also dressed like a 1970s rock star. It was just yeah. the worst day. And then um, and then I went skiing <laughs> last December for the first time in a while. And I was the best one on the trip. I was I would go up and coach people in my group that were scared of it. Uh-huh. And uh, I 
sprained my ankle so bad. Yeah. And it was the most pain I've ever been in. And it's now my tendon keeps popping. So anything, <laughs> anything other than golf, I say that word weird, don't I? Golf. Yeah, the L is tough for you. Golf. 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 Yeah. Okay. That and uh, just general walking. I'm like, it's not, not worth it. You're going to continue to walk? I'm going to keep trying. Unless you go skiing again, then who knows? Right. I'm going to get hurt walking, and then nothing's going to be safe for me. Every time I've been skiing, there's a moment on like the f- halfway through the first day where I'm like, this is so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody's having a good time, but like, this is, I'm surprised they let us do this. That's true. No one checks to be like, you know how to do it, right? They're just like, yeah, why don't you get on the thing? And then there's only one way down. Right. And as an adult, you're not going to do ski school with the kids. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I'll just do it. Like, everyone should. If you haven't been skiing in like over two years, you should do the. Lesson. Absolutely do it. Especially if it's like a three or four day thing. Waste a day learning. Yeah. Suck it up. Let the 19 year old kid with long hair teach you how to stop. <laughs> and it'll be worth it, I think. But the, my last, <laughs> like three years ago was my last, three, maybe four years ago was the last ski trip before the one in December. And it was a four day thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day. I was yelling at the parade a lot trying to get your attention. I lost my voice. Uh-huh. That was a great noise, uh-huh. whatever that is. Um, so there was uh, four or five of us, friends from high school, and we got the four-day pass, which is expensive. Skiing is so expensive. Yeah. Um, it, you know, a four-day pass was probably like 500 600 bucks. I don't know. It was in Vail. Yeah, um, but you're there. You're like, well, I guess we have to. We're I know. Traveled. We're there. staying somewhere for free, so like it, it was worth it. It was fine, and we all got the four day pass, non refundable. Yeah, <laughs> even if it rains the whole time. Yeah, and is my friend Johnny's sister's place we're staying at. He skied a bunch. <laughs> oh, I know he listened to the podcast too. Whatever. Jonathan Hull is his name. Just Great. to fully put him on blast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go up there, and we go down a blue. But I think it was a a bad blue with moguls. Yeah, and he had the worst time. Like it, I don't want to do moguls. It's a, either. Blue, it's a blue diamond. He, I watched him fall probably eight times, and he got slower and slower to get up, just completely dejected. <sighs> <laughs> and I get down to the bottom, and we wait for about two hours, and we probably got down the run in twenty oh, minutes. Gosh. And we get down to the bottom, and he's like, "I'm done." Yeah, for he's the like, whole for time. the week, I'm done. <laughs> So, so we go back down to the office we left three hours before. Yeah. Um, hey. And I just lie so much to try to get my money back because I was like, I'm not going to ski alone. Everyone else is doing other stuff. Yeah. Uh, my sister had had a baby like two weeks before that. So I had all the details yeah. about her name. So you just needed to change the date. Change the date a little bit. So Everything it was a half else. lie. And I was like, my sister's in labor. I have to go back to Atlanta. And they're like, what? It's like it's non-refundable. I was like, I, she's in labor. I'm not gonna. I got can I miss it? Can yeah. I please? Can I talk to someone? And then someone came out and they refunded us. Nice. Yeah. Deceit can uh, save you a lot of money. Yeah. If if you get one thing with this podcast, lie, baby. Yeah. Always worth it. It'll lead you to a great place in life. Um. So yeah, <laughs> that's great. I don't remember how we got there. Yeah, you were saying you're not gonna do any physical stuff anymore. Yeah, man. I hurt. I hurt my ankle. I did hurt my wrist on the um surfing thing. Because I like fell off and caught myself, mm-hmm. and now that I had the moment where I was just like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah. What is the best case from this? It's like, oh, I learned how to do it. Worst case is I can't go for, for like six months if but I hurt my. I wrist. know. What is that? Our jobs, you can get hurt a little bit, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I can do stand up with a, a cast with on a, most injuries. Right. It's a stand. It's not just like a walk. You're not walking around a ton. That's true. All right, I'm gonna start surfing. Start surfing. I'm gonna start surfing. Live um, a little. The other, the other fun part of this um, conference is I got to introduce all the speakers, and the keynote speaker was uh, WWE wrestler Titus O'Neil. Sick. He uh, loves putting together meetings. He in the yeah, ring. Yeah, his talk was not meeting related. <laughs> he just kind of told his story, which was a uh, is a very interesting story. But it, you know, what was the what's the deal? It was good. It, he did a good job. You could tell he'd done it a bunch of times, and he'd added stuff, and it was. It felt like he's doing what he's trying to do. But at the end, it got very cheesy. And I had to go on after him to like wrap it up. What was and his name? Titus O'Neill. Okay, okay. Is his wrestling name. His real name is Thaddeus Bullard. Um, and he played football at Florida with under Steve Spurrier. And I used to know his whole bio because I had to introduce him. He is huge. He's enormous. Biggest guy ever. I also was in the same buffet line as him. And boy, was that fun. Was that impressive? It was impressive. Just throwing it down. Yes. And he's also in amazing shape still. Like he's, yeah. 44, 6'6. 270, massive. Yeah. Makes Terry Crews look like a little shrimp baby. Yeah, I mean, I shook his hand several times, and I, it still hurts. Um, <laughs> but he, at the end of his talk, he did this thing, and if you're listening, Titus, I'm so sorry. Please don't find me. Um, he would do this thing where he was trying to get everybody inspired, and he said, all right, I want everybody to take out their phones right now. I want you to text somebody in your address book. I want you to text them these words. I love you, and I care about you. And then see how they respond, and you'll know what type of person that person is in your life based on how they respond. And it was just like so cheesy. And mm-hmm. even all the corporate people there were just like, "What? We're not gonna." But also, Titus Young is telling you to take out your phone and I'm do, do it. Everybody took out their phones, right? Right. And at least went through the motions of texting somebody. So he like kind of ends it there, and he's thank you, and everybody cheers. And I go back on stage, and I just like couldn't help it. I went. I said, thank you so much, Titus. That was really good. Um, I just texted, I love you, I care about you, to my landlord. And he said the rent is still due at the end of the month. And he kind of looks up back up on stage at me like, what do you think you're doing, punk? And yeah. I was just like, I'm so sorry. But it, <laughs> but it killed, it killed in the room. Yeah, yeah everybody crushed. was like, there was so much weird tension in the room from it that I feel like I had to say Have something. to. So I'm pretty sure Titus O'Neill probably doesn't care for me anymore. But uh, Is he local? I really enjoyed problem. meeting him. He lives in Tampa. Not far. Not that far. He's great. His talk really was very good, and has, has, he has an amazing story. You yeah. guys can get his book. Oh, you're, you're walking it back. Yeah, he's actually probably one of the biggest inspirations <laughs> in my life, and just really love him, and yeah. I love him, and I care about him. That's why you decided to take I a wrestling. Titus, I love you. Mm-hmm. I care about you. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think, if you texted that to me, how I'd react. I can't think of one person I could text it to, and it wouldn't be extremely weird. I would say, are you, are, are you drunk drunk? Like, are uh, you okay? You'd be like, are you about to kill yourself? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'd call Anna and be like, find Andrew. Yes, like he's some, on a bridge somewhere. Wrong. If I texted that to Anna, she would be like, that's very sweet. I love you and care about you too. It's, just, but is, are you okay? Like, yeah. She'd be like, I know you would say that to me, but is it text out of the blue? So, um, yeah, follow Titus O'Neill on all social media. Uh, he's great. Yeah, I I send those texts every once in a while. A little bit, yeah. I it is a very nice thing to do, but if it seems out of character, it freaks people for out. sure. Yeah, it depends who you text too. I uh, I do that after having a couple <laughs> brews. Sometimes you get a little emotional. Yeah, like I I don't send you know being a single guy. We know a lot of people that have issues with sending rough texts. Oh yeah, you send them to people that are not just friends. 
Yeah, but I just send nice ones. That's great. It's true. I'll, there's times where I'll like wake up and <laughs> I'll get whoever liked your message and I was like, oh, what did I say? <laughs> what and I'll like I'll look at it and as I replied to a story and I'm like, oh, this is so great. I'm happy for you. Like, yeah, it's just the nicest thing. Yeah. That's great. Which is fine. It's like, I don't if, feel like if, I need to address that. If your drunk behavior is extreme kindness, I think you got a good one. Yeah. I mean, there's some that... And yeah, I've texted old friends, like the tightest thing. I'd be like, I, I know we haven't talked in a while, but thought about you this week, and I hope you're doing great, and never die. Yeah. You know? Never, never die. Yeah, that's good. Who doesn't want to hear that? See, I think that if he had come up with something less generic as I love you and I care about you, if there was something like a little bit like different... Yeah. That had a joke at the end. I would be like, this is great. Right. Like, we should do that. Yeah, yeah. They had, the concept is obviously great, but come on. Yeah. You put a little spin on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Hope Titus still cares for me. I hope you still would shake my hand. Um, and, that, yeah, that's most of what's been going on with me. That's great. I did want to say uh, one more thing about water slides that I just thought of. <laughs> Please. Um, Let's bring it back. <laughs> uh, a couple years ago, I was on a, a, a client of mine had the whole team go on a cruise. And I went. It was very fun. Yeah. Uh, my friend Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Averso, this is his name. He might listen to. Uh, Royal Caribbean has their private island, Coco Cay. It's like a little mini theme park. It's all set up just for cruise guests. It's Coco Cay. Coco Cay. Okay. It's a perfect day. Very Coco close. Cay. They very say the very whole close thing. to the KKK. Didn't think about that. It's C O C O C A Y. Okay. Yeah, I'm part of the Coco K. Yeah. <laughs> it a, feels I got, bad. I got, You're right. I got a card. I'm a member. <laughs> I don't like that. Yep. I'm initiated. Um, they did call the lifeguards wizards. It felt weird. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's tough to swim in those things. <laughs> it's really, pretty tough. Okay. Um, so they have some incredible water slides. Like I'll, yeah. I'll show you a picture in a minute. It's It's unreal. There's some, you know, like a giant truss structure and a bunch of slides come down it's very impressive water slide technology has just gone crazy the, the water slide factories are booming it right is now. awesome it's cool yeah and e coli i feel like if we figured that out yeah we're doing great with viruses and that used stuff to be a big problem yeah. did you grow up thinking you were going to get e coli at some point i did i never i still don't know what that is i think it's doo-doo particles in the water yeah so public pools things like that it happens like no I've one's like pooping in the bath water you know parks I mean? like don't get in the wave pool Probably don't get in the lazy river. I think it was it was a a former Braves player. Back to Braves. Sorry. <laughs> um, a guy in the '90s growing up. His daughter, I feel like, got E. coli poisoning or something. Yeah, from Whitewater, the big mm. water park here. And so I just thought it was everywhere. And of course, Chattahoochee, our big river that we all float on, is just. It's. I've it's, never done that because it seems too gross. It's freezing diarrhea is the yeah, water. I can't do it. The E. coli levels are through the roof. I do it every year. It's great. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I've invited you. You invited right? me. I said, you're, I'm not interested. No. Yeah, I get that. Um, so we're at Coco K. Co. Co. K. Mm-hmm. And me and Andrew go to the top of this thing. It is It is high enough. He's skinny. You know, I'm, I'm squishy boy and tall. We were both Would that dying. make you go faster down it? Probably. It definitely makes you go faster. But what I'm saying is it was so tall that we were both dead. If I say I went up there and I was dying, you might be like, all right. Like you, you could be in Both of you shape. were just like, we do not want to do this. Yeah, and it was just, it was like, you know, climbing Stone Mountain where it's, 
there's a thing near here. It's it's only like a mile up, but the end gets pretty steep, and it kind of yeah. kills you at the end. Yeah. Oh, or, you're dead tired from getting up there. Yes, yes, yes. I thought you were saying you were dead, like scared to do it. No, no, I was I was oh, down. Oh, you were just tired from the steps. Okay. Yeah, just tired. Right. I was. Just, and he, who was a skinny person, was also tired. So yes, it wasn't yes, yes. just you. I was defending myself. That you were it. just like you were just out of shape. It's not a big deal. Um, so we get up there. You know, kids are loving it, and. <laughs> Uh, it's they're racing. That's that's yeah. A it's cool two thing. next to it's each two other. Two next to each yeah. other, different colors. Um, we go down it, and it hurts so bad. The like the the ridges of the slide parts put together yep. on your back. Yep. I, I remember had, like trying to going so fast trying relaxing. trying to figure out how to arch my back so it isn't cutting me. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. So we, I mean, you're going so fast, dude. It, it you're feels going like you're just hitting little, tiny little cutting speed bumps. Yeah, I was just <laughs> Dale Earnhardt in this tube, just going. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton, that's probably cooler. I'll say that. Okay. Um, we get to the bottom, and you know, it's <laughs> the most aggressive, flat, your feet are kicking up water, and you just do, 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 like bang on the sides, getting to a stop. Andrew stands up. He's super hip and cool, and he's wearing like khaki shorts. He has tattoos. I don't know. But there's kids all around, like waiting for their friends. So many kids. Yeah. Like a like a whole like a water park level of kids. Yeah. <laughs> and he stands up and I look at him. He's just looking down and he goes, Well, that fing sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big beep. I'm gonna beep that big time. Um and I don't I laughed so hard and it made me not feel pain. And he didn't mean to. He has a daughter, you know, like he, he, his filter was completely gone in that moment. And it was <laughs> so Because you funny. knew exactly how he was feeling. It was I know. Just like, why did they not warn you that it stings your back the whole <laughs> yeah. way? He stood up and straightened his shorts and kind of like unraveled, you know, yeah. and just kind of said that to himself, but said it so loud. <laughs> and I still think about it all well, the time. Well, that's the thing. That's why a lot of the water slides now, you, t- you sit on like an inner tube. That way your back's not just scraping on the slide the whole way down. Yeah, the so tube started, can get scraped. Great. Yeah, after I did a few of them where you're just sliding down just you, I was like, I'm mostly going to do the tube ones because it's, it's not relaxing. No, it's not relaxing at all. Um, well, yeah, that was a great final water slide story. Yeah, that was it. I had to bring that back. I don't have many water slide material, but that's that's a good one. We'll get a water slide designer on here. We should. That's fun. Water slide architects. If anybody knows a water slide architect, we'd love to. Uh, yeah, to discuss. Or theme park, roller coaster tycoon. Love that. Yeah, I love just launching people. Zoo tycoon feed people to sharks. I didn't do that. That's I did that. Creepy. I felt like I was like a little Bond villain. Yeah, just like <laughs> there's the crane. You could just drop people in water. Yep. Yeah. Man. Weird. Those. Yeah, they should have had more rules in those games to prevent kids from becoming evil. Is it video games? I feel like our parents love... Do you think? Grand Theft Auto, did that ruin you at all? Were you allowed to p- play it? I was it? definitely not allowed to play it, but I definitely was at friends' houses where it was going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your Instagram bio, right? And still, actually. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's like, uh, if you guys are going to play Grand Theft Auto, my mom says I have to go home. <laughs> I mean, there's no, it might not... No way someone you know murdered someone because of Grand Theft Auto. No. But there's no way paying a hooker for a deed than running her over and getting your money back on a screen on purpose that can't have positive effects right yeah i guess maybe you do it there you feel like no i don't have to do it in real life i don't think that's a real thing right but that that has to just give you ideas like oh that's a thing you could do yeah not a bad scam 
you know? Maybe that's just in my brain. I don't know. Am I just outing myself as yeah, a Aaron, deviant? Yeah, Aaron, you clearly have some things to work out in regards to sex workers and <laughs> running over them. Okay. But that was the thing. All right. Well, that's all I had. That's all I have. <laughs> let's, let's end it there. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Uh, Andrew, this was fun. Thank you for spending this time for me. I'm going to touch you again. This was fun. Please touch me. Uh, you know what, everybody out there listening? Uh, I love you, and I care about you. Amen. Amen.